So as we move forward today, um, we're going to continue in uh, the sermon that I started two weeks ago, the series that I started two weeks ago, just looking at the tithe, um, looking at the tithe. And today um, I'm going to be preaching from the topic, the tithe part two. Um, on a couple of weeks ago, uh, we already looked at um, we already looked at uh, the tithe part one and what we uh, discovered um, a couple of weeks ago. And, and I led off with um, that uh, tithe has been a um, misunderstanding and some confusion has been in the church about the tithe. So God has led me um, to do a series on the tithe just to clear up some misunderstanding and also um, open your mind to some things that you probably never heard because me personally, I haven't heard a, a in-depth study of the tithe um, a, a, as a pastor, um, someone preaching on an in-depth study about the tithe as well. So I'm also learning as I go and I'm grace, grateful to God for just expanding my knowledge, my understanding, just helping me see uh, new things and, and things that I never seen before. And even to shape my doctrine of what I believe and understand about the tithe as well, too. So I'm so grateful for what God is doing and how he has um, allowed me to um, open this series up about the tithe. And on the last uh, two weeks ago, we looked at the tithe part one and we started out in Leviticus um, chapter 27. Leviticus chapter 27, Leviticus chapter 27, that was our verse that we started out in. And we realized in that first uh, session in Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30, what we discovered there was that the tithe, the word tithe actually mean a tenth of a portion of your resources. It means a tenth. Um, and that's what we get. That's what we as leaders, as a church, when we talk about tithe, get the 10% from. Because the tithe, the word tithe, actually mean a tenth of a portion. So we learned this a couple of weeks ago that, that the tithe, the word tithe, actually mean a tenth of a portion. And we looked at Leviticus 27 uh, through 30, but also we learned that the tithe was required, that it was required for the Jewish people to give unto God back that tenth what belongs to him, that he have uh, blessed them with all the resources they needed, um, and, and in blessing them, he required them to give unto him a tenth of all their resources. Now, according to the Old Testament, we know their resources is totally different from ours. We know their resources is totally different from ours. I, their resources were, were, were cows and, and animals and barley and, and, and spices and 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 um and um and wheat and flour and things like that and our resources is currency so and they were uh uh required to give a a a tenth of of what the resources that God had allowed them to bring in not only did we learn or discover that the word tithe meant tenth and also that the uh tithe was required but also in Leviticus 27 30, we learned that the tithe belonged to God. We've learned that, that the tithe was, was God. It's not for our use. It's not for their use. It's for the, the, the use of God. It's for the purpose of God, for the building of the kingdom and to provide the necessary need for the, for the uh, men of God that who were uh, Levites or, or priests at that time, Levites and priests at that time, to provide for them what was needed. So the tithe belongs to God. It doesn't belong to us. It doesn't belong to the church. It belongs to God. And we got to understand that. And then we also discovered that the tithe was holy. This all found in Leviticus 27 verse 30, which I preached two weeks ago, which is on our website now. And you can go back and listen to that. And we also learned that the tithe was holy, that the tithe is sacred, that the tithe is sacred that the side belongs to God, that we can't do what we want with it because the tithe is sacred. It is God's and it's sacred and it's set apart for him and for him only. 
It's only for him because it's holy. It's, it's his. It's, 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 it's sacred unto God and it belongs to him and it's holy. So as we looked at that and we have discovered all that, today I want to preach to you from the topic, the tithe part two. Let us pray. Father God, you are amazing. Thank you so much. Just have your way today, Lord God, and speak through me. As we come and we grow and we learn, Lord God, we thank you for your word. Just educate us that we may see new things and our eyes may be exposed and our hearts may be um, um, pricked by, by the new revelation. Well, not the new revelation, but the, the new things that we see that we never learned before. So we bless you and we love you, Lord God. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we come here today and we look at the tithe part two, the first thing that we learned about this tithe, and remember, we're doing this different. I'm, 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 I'm preaching different than it was, than I usually preach because this is really not a sermon. It's almost like a lecture, like a Bible study. Because remember, we're just growing. We're just growing in, 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 in tithing. We're growing to understand. Because like I said earlier, it's a lot of misunderstanding and confusion about tithe. People don't know when to tithe, should we tithe, who should tithe, how we should tithe, when should we tithe. So people don't know. So I just want to clear up some things about the tithe. So this is not like a, a regular sermon. This is more of a, a lecture or a um, Bible study kind of teaching on, on the tithe that we're going to be going through. So here we're looking at the sermon, uh, if I can title it, the tithe part two, and we're going to look at Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 through 20. We're going to start off in Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 through 20. And we're going to start here, but we're also going to flip through some other ones because I just want to educate us on the tithe. So what we see here is in Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 through 20, this is the first mention of a tithe being given in the Bible. This is the first reference of the word tithe and uh, being shown in the Bible that the tithe has been given back to God. This is the first reference. So as we look at tithe, I want you to see this is the first time we see Tithe, tithing in the Bible. In Genesis chapter 14, verse number 18. Starting at verse number 18. Watch this. It says, Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought out bread and wine, and he was, uh, and he was the priest of God, the Most High. And he blessed it and said, Bless the Abram of God, Most High possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be the God of the Most High who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he said that he gave him a tithe of all. Now he he's speaking of is Abram. So let me help you understand. So earlier in that chapter, uh, uh, Abram, and in chapter 13, Abram's nephew Lot was kidnapped and taken captive by the four kings. And when he was kidnapped and taken captive by the 14, they took all the possessions that Lot has had, um, that had, and all his family. So, so, so now Abram, who was Abraham, will become Abraham. Abram get all his men together, his men of valley. He get all his army together to go out now and to fight these kings who have taken captive a, a lot his nephew and all his possessions. So now Abram get, get his army together and they go in there and they fight these kings and they, they win the war against these kings. A matter of fact, they chase the kings away. And in the victory, not only did Abram get Lot back, and retrieve Lot and his possessions, but he also had victory over the kings and he took their possessions. Now, when he returned back home, he goes to Melchizedek, who is the most high priest. And because he was the most high priest, now Abram now will give a tithe 
to Melchizedek on all the possessions that God has put in his hand from the war that he just had victory over. So this is the first time we see tithing happen in scripture. That Abram gave a tenth of all the possessions that he received from the war from the four kings to Melchizedek. He gave Melchizedek 10% of all the possessions. Now, this is, this is interesting because some people would teach that tithing was a result of the law, that tithing is of the law. But this lets us know that tithing was, was not a result of the law. Tithing didn't happen at the law at the time of the law in Exodus chapter 20 because the tithing happened here in Genesis before the law. So tithing is not a result of the law. Tithing was done before the law was even established. And here, Abraham, uh, I mean, Abram gave a tithe. Uh, Keisha gave a tithe. Dale gave a tithe. Miss Darlene gave a tithe. Bianca gave a tithe. Yolanda to Melchizedek to, to show his, 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 his uh, gratitude and his worship to God for how God has blessed them with the resources that he had from the war that he had victory over. See, I, 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 this is uh, a teaching, and I want you all to understand this. So this is the first time we've seen a tithe given in the scripture. This is the first time that it's seen. I don't know if any of y'all ever seen this before, knew this, or, or heard this before, but this is the first time that, that, that the tithe is, is seen here. And this was a, a joyful response to the gracious provision and love that God has shown Abram in victory over those kings. This tithe was given uh, uh, to accept, I mean, was it given before the law was established. So this is the first time tithe is mentioned in the Bible, tithing is seen in the Bible. Well, Abram gave Melchizedek a tithe, a tenth of all what he possessed um, in, that he had in his possession from the war that he had victory over. So we see, as we look at this theme, the tithe part two, we learned that in Genesis chapter 14, verse 8 through 20, that this is the first time the tithe has been mentioned in Scripture. This is the first time we see tithing in Scripture. But also there's some other things that I want to educate us on about tithe. In the Bible, there are three different types of, tithe, of tithes that was given in the Bible. There, there are three different types of tithes that were given in the Bible. I don't know if you all know this, but I, I just want to educate you. I mean, we just learning. We just learning. We just learning. We ain't going to be here long. Don't check out, but this just learning because we got to understand what tithing is. I'm trying to clear up some misunderstanding because you all know people have been taken advantage of by tithe. We, have, we see churches that have $100 lines and $500 lines and $1,000 line and $50 lines and then whatsoever kind of line, whatever you can give kind of line. I, I remember uh, one time I, I went to a church and, and, and the pastor said, yeah, um, God told me in the back, all the preachers give $100. I said, well, I'm talking to God and you talking to God and God ain't telling me that. I'm just being honest. So we have to, because of the misuse uh, and abuse of giving, some of us are skeptical about this. So that's why we got to teach this. And this is the perfect way to teach it, where we can walk through scripture and see and identify what this really means or what, tithe, what is tithe. So we see in the scripture that there are three different types of tithing, tithe in the Bible. There are three different types of tithing in the Bible. Uh, the first one is called the Levitical tithe. The first one is called the Levitical tithe. Now, 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 now walk with me. I'm going to read a lot, but I, I want to educate you. The first one is called the Levitical tithe. Now, this, there are multiple scriptures that give reference to this tithe. 
Okay, there are multiple scriptures that give reference to this Levitical tithe. First is one in Numbers chapter 18, verse 20 through 34. Let's look at that. That's the verse we're going to look at today for this one. Numbers. Numbers is in the first five books of your Bible. In the New Te Old Testament, you go Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers. So we in verse 18, chapter 20. Verse 18, chapter 20. I mean, verse 18, verses 20 through 34. So this is the first tithe. The, um, well, like I said, not the first tithe, but there are three different types of tithe that were given uh, back to God in the scripture. So the Leviticus, uh, Levitical tithe is found in Numbers chapter 18, verse 20 through 34. That's the, what we're going to look at. It's also found in Chronicles chapter 34, verses 4 through 7, and also Hebrews chapter 7, verse 5 mentioned it as well. So here is the Leviticus, the Levitical tithe. This is the first of the three different types of tithes that were given. Okay? This is called the Levitical tithe. We're in Numbers chapter 18, verse 20 through 34. Okay? Numbers chapter 18, verse 20 through 34. I'm going to read it. Starting at verse 20. It said, then the Lord said to Aaron, you shall have no inheritance in the land, nor should you have a portion among them. I am your portion and your inheritance among the children of Israel. And I explain all this. Then in verse 21, it says, behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tithe in Israel as an inheritance in the return for the work which they performed the work of the tabernacle of meeting. Hereafter, the children of Israel should not come near the tabernacle of meeting, lest they bear sin and die. But the Levites shall perform the work of the tabernacle of meeting, and they shall bear their iniquity. It shall be a stature forever throughout your generation that among the children of Israel, they shall have no inheritance. Verse 24, for the tithe of the children of Israel, which they offered up as a heave offering to the Lord, I have given to the Levites as an inheritance. Therefore, I have said to them among the children of Israel, they shall have no inheritance. Verse 25, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak thus to the Levites and say to them, when you take from the children of Israel, the tithes, which I have given you from them as your inheritance, then you shall offer up a heave offering of it to the Lord, a tenth of the tithe. And your heave offering shall be reckoned to you as though it were a grain in the threshing floor and as a fullness of the wine press. Then it goes down. And, uh, and, and then we um, read on in verse 28. This should say, uh, this you should say, uh, uh, you are offering a heave offering to the Lord from all the tithes which you have received from the children of Israel, and you shall give the Lord's heave offering from it to Aaron and the priests. Of all your gifts you shall offer up every heave offering due to the Lord from all the best of them, the consecration part of them, and consecrate the part of them. Therefore, you should say to them, when you have lifted up the best of it, then the rest you should be according to the Levites, should be according, I mean, accounted uh, to the Levites as produce the threshing floor and the produce of the wine press, and you may eat it in any place and you and your household for it is yours your reward and i mean your reward for your work of the tabernacle of meeting and you shall bear no sin because of it when you have lifted up the best of it but you should not profane the holy gift of the children of israel lest you die so here it is this is called the levitical tithe this here 
was an annual tithe that they were supposed to come and present to the Levites. Now, the Levites or the, uh, was the priests. They were the priests of, of God. They were the ones who was called to be the priests who stood before God on behalf of men and stood before men on behalf of God. So these was the priests. So annually, they posed, the people posed to come, the generation posed to come, the Jewish people would come and give a tenth of all their resources. Give a tenth of all their resources to the priests. To the priests. And this was for the purpose of ministry going forward and for the priests to, to have finances or have a meal to eat. So this tithe was given to the priests for the work of the ministry, that the ministry could be done, that ministry can be done, the kingdom can be built up, the kingdom can grow, and also for the Levit for the priests to get paid because they had no inheritance. Every one of everybody else has been given a land of inheritance except for all the tribes of Judah has been given, all the tribes of Israel have been given an inheritance of a land. Every tribe has been given a land except for the Levites. The Levites wasn't given a land. They wasn't given an inheritance, Lacey. They wasn't given an inheritance, the Boyd family. They wasn't given an inheritance, Dominic. They wasn't given Howard or, or Latanya or Vicky. They wasn't given an inheritance. So the people will come and offer their tithes to God and give to the Levites for the work of ministry and to take care of the support of the priests. This is why it's called the Levitical tithe. This is one of the tithes that was given. There are three types of tithes that was given in the Bible, and one was the Levitical tithe, and it was given for the purpose of the support of the priests and for the ministry to go forward. Now watch this. But in this same text, because they didn't have an inheritance, the people of God will, will come, the Jewish will come and give a tenth of their resources to the priests and, but the priests also had to tithe themselves of what the people gave them. So they couldn't keep the money for themselves or, or the resources for themselves. They also had to tithe as well. Mm, that's something. That's something. Because if we can reference that to, to pastors of today, the, the offerings and the tithes that come into the household of faith is for the ministry. It's for the ministry and the support of the pastor, okay? Uh, because the Levites, the priests, had the work to do in the kingdom of God and, and all the work in the tabernacle, they wasn't bivocational. And we do have some bivocational pastors, means some work and do uh, and are full-time pastors as well. And we have some that just, or their job is at the church like mine. So my support comes from off your giving. Just like we see here in the Old Testament, about the priests. So now, but one thing that we got to see here is that also the priest was, was, was required to tithe as well. That, that, that means what it means. It means that pastors, you can't be asking people to give an offering and you ain't giving. That means as leaders, you can't be asking or, or petitioning people or talking to people about giving if you're not giving yourself. Because the scripture tells us that the priests were required to tithe all what they gave as well. The requirement of tithing here in the text where we at now in the Old Testament was required for all the people of God. And this is the Levitical tithe. Now, the purpose of this Levitical tithe, like I told you, was for the, the, the building of the kingdom, for ministry work to be done, and also for the support of the priests. This, this is the Levitical tithe. This was given. This, this, this is the, the first, uh, one of the first of the three different type of tithes that was given in the Bible. All right? I, I hope I'm making it clear. I, I know you all, what, what, what they saying? Am, am I making it clear? Do I need to elaborate some more? What, what, what they saying? How I looking? Are we good? We good? Okay. So Leviticus, Leviticus, this is the Levitical uh, tithe. This is one of the first of, of the three different type of tithes that the Bible showed. Okay. So this is the Levitical tithe. The second one, which called the second tithe, the Levitical tithe is also called the first tithe. The second tithe, because there are three different type of tithe, which we see here, the second tithe is the tithe of feast. Okay? 
the tithe, the feast. This is also found in multiple scriptures as well in the Old Testament. It's found in Deuteronomy chapter 12, verses 17 through 18. Also found in Deuteronomy chapter 12, verses 5 through 7. And it's found in Deuteronomy chapter 14, verses 22 through 26, which we're going to be looking at today. So as we go to the tithe of the feast, our scripture we're going to be looking at is Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22 through 26. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 14. I hope this is making sense to you all. So as you go through and we talk about this, I also want to give some relevance and, and try to correlate from then to now. So now the, the Levitical tithe is the tithe that we talk about in the church today, give your tithe. That is referenced to, to, to support the ministry for the kingdom of God to go forward, for the ministry to go forward, and the support of the pastor. That's the Levitical tithe. Now we move to the second tithe of the third of the three different types of tithe, and this is called the tithe of the feast. And this is found in a number of scriptures. I already gave it. And they're already highlighting it for you. But we are going to be looking at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22 through 26, as what we're going to expository on. We're going to look at as an expository on that. So now we look at chapter Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22 through 26. It says, you should truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the field produce year by year. And you should eat, and you should eat, uh, I mean, and you, and, um, and you should eat before the Lord, your God, in the place where he has chosen to make his name abide. The tithe of your grain and the new wine and your oil and of the firstborn of the herd and your flock that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. But if the journey is too long for you, so that you are not able to carry the tithe, or if the place where the Lord your God chooses to put his name is too far for you, when the Lord your God has blessed you, then you should exchange it for money. Take the money in your hand and go to the place which the Lord your God chose has chosen. Verse number 26. Uh, verse number 26. And you should spend the money for whatever your heart desire, for ox or sheep, for uh, wine or similar drinks, for whatever your heart desire, you should eat there before the Lord your God and you shall rejoice and your household. So now this is the second tithe of the three different tithes that we found in the Bible that are that are talked about in the Bible. And this tithe, Deacon Dixon, is called the tithe of feast. Okay? So this also was an annual tithe. Okay? This was an annual tithe. But this tithe is different. Watch this. This is good. This is some good stuff. I am enjoying this. I don't know about you all, but I am really enjoying this. This is some really, really good stuff. So watch this. So this is an annual tithe, and God says that every year they were supposed to go and worship God in Jerusalem, okay? That, that, that was what they had to do. I don't care how far you move away from the temple or, or the tabernacle, you were responsible as the people of God to go once a year and worship God in Jerusalem, wherever God put his name at. So you were responsible to go and worship God. So if you live 20 miles away, you were responsible to walk 20 miles to make the journey, the pilgrimage, up 20 miles to get to Jerusalem to worship. 
Now watch this. This is, this is so good. This is so good. Because he says here in verse number uh, number 22, in, verse four, in chapter 14, verse 22, look what he says. Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22. He says, you should truly tithe of all the increase of your grain of that field produced year by year. So every year they were responsible of tithing off of their increase. All right? Because we have a question, what should we tithe off? When should we tithe? And, and, and if I already tithe off my, my paycheck, do I have to tithe off my, my, my taxes? Or, or if, I, if I hit the number, do I have to tithe? Or if I, if I uh, get some money in my pocket, do I have to tithe? If I find some money, do I have to tithe? God says that they were required to give annually give i mean take a tenth not not give yet not give yet um i'm going too fast i need to slow down slow down pastor slow down slow down they wasn't to give yet but they were required to set apart a tenth of all their increase doesn't matter where it came from they were required to set aside a tenth of a portion of all their increase for that year this called the this called the tithe feast watch this and the, the 10% or the 10th that was to be set apart was for the feast of the family. Okay, okay, okay. It's going to make sense. It's going to make sense. So like I said, every year they were required to go up to Jerusalem to worship. And in their journey to Jerusalem, they were to take their tithe, which, were, which could have been a cow, uh, 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 barleys of hay, spices, oil, wine, and all those other things. Because that was the resources of, that they had. They were required to take it up to the temple and then cook it and have a feast before God at Jerusalem. So it was more of setting the tenth aside. So when you go up to worship, you can have a feast with you and your family and all your service. And that tithe was set aside so they can have this feast before God. And that was a form of worship. Now, watch this, watch this, watch this. That's why the, the, uh, the, uh, the psalm tells us, uh, look into the hill from which come our help. Our help come from the Lord. See, they had to walk up terrible terrains. Where, where there were wild animals and there were robbers on the path to get up to the hill. That's why God says, look up to the hill, because what happens, they will walk, take this journey up to Jerusalem, but the surroundings around them will get them discouraged because the terrain was rocky. It was wild animals. It was robbers and all that. So they were fear. So God said, just keep focus on me and I will be your help to get you to the temple because all you got to do is focus on me and not the terrain. So I'm trying to make sense. So as they went up to worship God, they were to set aside every year a tenth so they will have the resources so when they get to Jerusalem, they can have this feast. Now watch this. But if they were wealthy and had too much tithe to give, they tenth percent, they tenth uh, was a lot where they be curing a lot of animals and had a, this long pilgrimages, am I saying that right? Pilgrims, whatever. Uh, and they had, as they had this long journey, watch this, as they had this long journey, they would now walk up, I mean, and they had too much tithe. He says, now what you need to do is exchange your tithe for currency. We see that here in Deuteronomy chapter 14. I hope I'm making sense. I hope I'm making sense to y'all to help y'all understand this. I told you I got to walk through this because I want you all to get this. Watch this. He says that if they had too much, we in um, Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22, and watch, he told them in verse 24, verse 24, he says, but if the journey is too long for you so that you are not able to carry the tithe or if the place where the Lord your God has chosen to put your name is too far for you, when the Lord your God has blessed you, verse 25, look, then you shall exchange it for money and take the money in your hand and go to the place which the Lord has chosen. So he says, look, 
if you got a large uh, journey, a long journey to go, and, you, and your tithe is a lot, he says you need to exchange it for money, and then when you get to Jerusalem, and then use the money to buy the stuff, to buy the, the food for the feast, and you need to sit there and eat it before God. So this is called the tithe of the feast. So the people had to set aside ten, a tenth of all their resources so when they go before God, they can have a feast before God and worship for them and their family. So they couldn't use it for what they want because it belonged to God. Although they held it and didn't give it to the Levites or didn't present it to God, they presented the feast to God and they had to hold their tithe and then purchase what they needed if they had a lot or they had to walk their tithes up to Jerusalem and then prepared and have a feast for their families before God. So this is the second tithe. This is called the tithe of the feast. Okay? So we don't, we don't in Scripture, I mean, we, in the New Testament, we don't talk about this. Because this belief that is no longer, uh, uh, we believe that this, this no longer tithe that, that, that is taken anymore. Because our feast before God is our thanksgiving, our, our praise, our, our glory from our mouth and our hands and our worship and live obedient to God. So this is a tithe that we don't, we don't ask for. This is a tithe that, 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 that is not seen in the church. But this was the second of the three tithe, different tithes that was given in the Old Testament. Now, I know some of this may be new to y'all. Some of this may be old, but I'm just trying to explain it to help us understand the tithe. All right, we got one more and I'm out your way because I know I'm weighing you out. Okay, now here it is. Y'all doing good? Y'all doing good? Put thumbs up. Y'all learning? Let's put thumbs up. We're just trying to get through this. I'm trying to educate y'all. Trying to educate y'all and I'm educating myself. I'm learning. We doing good? Sarita, everybody good? Everybody good? Okay, all right, that's good. So now the third tithe, remember there are three different types of tithe that was given in the scripture. So the third tithe is called the tithe for the poor. Okay? The third tithe is called the tithe for the poor. Now this tithe is also seen in different scripture as well. Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 28 through 29, which we just read, the other two verses. Also in Deuteronomy 26, 12, and also in Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 19, okay? So this tithe is a little different, but let's read it. We're in Deuteronomy chapter 14 and verse 28 through 29. And this is the third tithe. This is the tithe for the poor, okay? We're still in Deuteronomy chapter 14, but now we're in 28 and 29. So chapter, uh, chapter 14, verses 28 and 29. So look at it. It says, at the end of every third year, you should bring out the tithe of your produce of that year and store it up within your gates. Watch that. That's important. Within your gates. And the Levites, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you. Remember, they didn't have the Levites who were the priests didn't have land. They didn't have a portion that was given to them and the strangers and the fatherless and the widows who are within your gates may come and eat and be satisfied that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works of your hand, which you do. Oh, my God. So this here is the third tithe of the three different tithes that we've seen in the scripture. The first tithe that we seen was the tithe of Leviticus, the Levitical tithe, and we seen that. Then we looked at the second tithe, which was the tithe of the feast. Now we're looking at the third type of tithe, which is the tithe for the poor. Now watch this. This is not an annual tithe, okay? This was done every three years. So out of a three, out of a seven-year period, this was done on the third year and the sixth year out of a seven-year sabbatical period. Because you remember in the Old Testament, God says on the seventh day, you should rest. It should be Sabbath. 
So also that refers to the seven year. So every seven years, the land that they produce, I mean, that they, uh, that they cultivated for farming and agriculture, the land had to rest on the seventh year. So on the seventh year, they were told not to produce any crops, any tilling or anything. The land had to rest that year. So on the third year and on the sixth year, these people had to come together and tithe off to all their resources for those three years to give to the poor. Every three years, they were to tithe. The third year, the sixth year, and on the seventh year, the land had to rest. And then the next three years, they had to tithe. And then the next three years, they had to tithe. So every three years, they had to tithe, and this tithe was taken, watch this, to give to the poor. Here it is in verse 28. It says, at the end of the third year, you should bring out the tithe of your produce of the year and store it within your gates. And the Levites, because they had no portion, no inheritance with you, and the strangers and the fatherless and the widows who are within your gates may eat and be satisfied. So this tithe was taken every three years, every three years for the widows, for the fatherless, for the strangers, and for the Levites. These for, for the, those who were less than. So you had to set aside every three years a tenth of your resources to give to the less. But, 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 but there's something interesting in here, Deacon Dixon, something interesting here, because he says that when you set this tithe apart, they come and get it in your gate. Y'all see that? It says twice. It says twice in 28, 1 and 28, at the end of 28, he says, store it up within your gates. And then in verse 29, he says, and the Levites, because they have no portion of their herds with, with you, and the strangers and the fatherless and the widows who are within your gates. So watch this. See, we, we do this. We don't tithe. We don't give a tenth of our resource to those who are less. But some of us do give to the less. Watch this, watch this though, watch this, watch this. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Watch this, watch this, watch this. We, we don't have a problem with giving to the less when we stick our arm out the window and put it in a cup. See, we'll give that way. We'll, we'll stick our arm out the window and give and put it in a cup, Deacon Dixon. Matter of fact, some of us, when we walk in past, we'll, we'll, we'll give something and put it in a box or, or whatever they have for the, for the less. We don't have a problem with that. But the scripture says that they ought to give them within their gates. See, see, so what does that mean? That when we go give to the less, maybe sometimes just sticking your hand out the window or dropping something in a box or, or something in a cup, maybe you take them out to eat with you. Oh, no, no, I know they ain't want to hear that. Maybe, maybe, maybe you engage in a, in a conversation with them and invite them out into your gates uh, and hang out with them and, and get to know them and, and understand them and, 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 and take them out and invest in them. He says, he says, he says that, that those in your gates said that we are to look out for the less, for those who are less, the, the fatherless, the widows, the strangers, the Levites, those who don't have, we ought to look out for them and give to them. And this was done every three years. That we are called to, to, to give to them. Now this tithe in today's time is not done, but you sure have enough to give to the less. Watch what Deuteronomy, let's look, let's look, let's look, let's look. Let's look at Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, let's look at Deuteronomy. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 24. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 24. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I hope I educated you. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 19. Look what Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 19 says. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 19. Everybody turn to Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 19. Marvin, 
Um, Charlay, Tracy, Charmaine, Sean, and Bonnie, y'all turn it. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 19. Look what it says. It says, when you reap your harvest in the field, when you get paid, he says, when you get paid and forget a sheaf in the field. So when you go out to the field and you receive the harvest, but you forget a sheaf, you forgive, you forget one of the stalks of corn. Or you, for, you forget a, 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 um, um, a, a bushel of greens. Or you forget one of, one of your cows. Or you forget something, he says, in the field, you should not go back and get it. Although you roll past, you say, man, I forgot that, that, that head of lettuce, or I forgot that, that shuck of corn, or I forgot that bushel of, 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 of collard greens. He said, don't go back and get it. Look what he says. He said, don't go back and get it. He says, it should be for the strangers, the fatherless, and the widows, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works of your hand. He says that, don't, don't, don't go get it. Leave it there so it can take care of those who have less, those who are who have strangers and those who are, who are the fatherless and those who have less. He said, don't try to go get everything. Leave something for the poor. We are called to take care of the poor. We are called to take care of the poor. We are called to, to help the poor out. We are called to, to look after the poor. We are called, look in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 12, a couple of chapters over. It says, you have, uh, when you have finished laying aside all the tithes of your increase in the third year, still talking about the tithe to the poor in the third year, he says the year of tithing and have given it to the Levites, the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow, so that they may eat within your gates and be filled. He said that we are to have the poor and the less. We are to make sure they are filled of what we are giving. We should never have a problem reaching out to those of less fortune. Or as a person of God and as the church. And I have committed to God that not only to the vision that he gave us, but to our relationship that we grow, we serve, we love. And here, Clinton, about this church, we will look out for those who have less. We will look out for those who have need. We will make sure that we be a church that take care of people outside of the walls and not only the people inside of the walls. We will make sure that we will help people. That's why we out there every other Tuesday and every Tuesday a month in the snow, in the rain, in the heat to pass out food and to, to organize with other people that we can partner together to make sure those of less fortunate have what they need to be satisfied. This was what they had. This was the third tithe of the three different tithes. But watch this. Because this is going to blow your mind, and I'm finished. I'm finished. I, I, I tell you, I'm finished. This is going to blow your mind. Turn back to Deuteronomy chapter 14. Turn back to Deuteronomy chapter 14, and I'm done. Watch this. And look at the end of verse 29. Here it is. Here it is. At the, verse, the, the end of verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 29. Look at this. He said that the Lord your God may bless you in all the works of your hand with, with you. I mean, um, in all the works of your hand, which you do. Hold on. Here it is. I'm done. He says, when you give to the less, when you give to the poor, God gives a promise here that I'm going to bless you. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Where y'all at? See, 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 because everybody want to be blessed. Everybody want to experience the blessings of God. Everybody want the favor of God. God says you want favor, give to the poor. You want to be blessed, you make sure you give to the poor. And I'll bless your hands. I'll bless the work that you are doing. I'll bless wherever your territory goes. I'll bless you. I'll bless you. I'll bless you when you do right by God to give to those who are less. 
And the reason why Clinton Baptist Church is receiving the blessings that it is from God is because we are looking out for those who are blessed. We are looking out for those who have less. We have so many ministries that we support. We support smaller churches. We support Lighthouse Pregnancy Center. We support the homeless shelter, Central, Central um, Union Kitchen, and Pastor Stanley. We support them. We support our community with the necessary needs that they need to be, to be successful. I'm working with organizations now, Wise Grocery Store and also at um, Staples in Clinton, where we can get young people jobs, where we can vet young people and give them jobs. We have worked with Manicare and Southern Maryland and Doctors Hospital to provide the vaccination for those who are seniors who couldn't get online to, to figure out what was going on and how to make things work for them to get online, for them to get the vaccination. We are doing things where we can partner with people, that we take care of those who less. And the reason why we are being blessed, because God says that when you take care of those of less, you will be blessed. So these are the three different types that were shown in the Bible. I'm done. I hope today this was educational to you. I hope this opened your eyes. I hope this was, was, was something that you learned. I know it was... Not traditional preaching, point by point and, and expository from, from, from verse to verse, but we were expository, but we had different verses. But I just want to educate us on the tithe. And I ask that you all continue to pray that God open our eyes up to this to really understand what is this tithe thing. I'm trying to, to, to help you and help me clear up all this misunderstanding and confusion about the tithe. So I'm going to do my best to continue to grow and continue to learn. But I thank you for listening in today. And I pray, Father God, that you have your way, that you be with us today, Lord God. Open our hearts to your will, Lord God. Thank you for educating us on the tide, Lord God. Let this be something that we don't hear just one time, but let us go back and really learn it and grow. Lord God, because we're not teaching this in the church, Lord God. People don't understand it. We just going by what pastor says and, and leaders saying and, and really don't understand the whole thing, Lord God. But I ask, Lord God, that your will be done. I ask that you continue to open my heart, that I continue to learn. I'm open to you, Lord God. I'm a whiteboard that ready to be written on. So open up my heart that I continue to grow and continue to learn. I thank you for your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.